Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. We acknowledge the traditional custodians of country throughout Australia and recognize their continuing connection to land, waters, and community. We pay our respects to them and their cultures and to elders both past and present. Let's cut to the chase. We know social media. And we're here to answer your questions about it. Think of us as your social media dolly doctor, your go-to gals, your secret weapon. Let's get to it. Hello, we are Social Cut and this is our podcast where we answer your social media questions. We help small businesses and the digitally curious tackle social media challenges. I'm Paula Arujo. I'm a, an account manager at Social Cut and I'm here with Dan Lee from Plum Property. Can you introduce yourself to the lovely listeners, Dan? Well, I think you just did that, but I'll do it as well. I am Dan <laughs> Lee from Plum Property. Hey. Nice to be here. It's so nice to meet you too. Thank you so much for your time today. Pleasure. Um, so you've kind of been a bit of a maverick in terms of marketing and real estate. Can That's you, a cool word. Yeah. Well, I mean, you can call me other things too. Maverick? Yeah. Oh, but that doesn't have Tom Cruise references if it's other things. Oh, well, you know, it's still like Maverick was a cool like cowboy movie. Really? Yeah. Back in oh, the day. Back in the day. Yeah. Moving oh. on. I'm not into Westerns, what can I say? Um, can you give us a little overview about um, you, your role at Plum, and what you get up to? Yeah, sure. So I'm the principal of Plum Property. We started about four years ago. I've been a real estate agent for about 13 years, but started Plum back in 2016. And yeah, we've done things a little bit different with our advertising, which has made headways and you know, really help to grow the business and get people looking at us. Absolutely. Oh, well, I mean, that's certainly what caught our attention at Social Cut. Um, but before we get into the in-depth questions, what's the weirdest slash best thing that you have seen on the internet this week? Oh, that's a hard question. I see a lot of stuff on the internet. You see a lot of stuff on the internet? I think we all do. Yeah. Mm. It's a uh, Channeling the brain. I think the best thing, I actually posted this on my story today. It's a cat dog face swap and it looks amazing it's awesome and the so, next time i see a cat and a dog sitting right next to me looking at me together i'm gonna do that again okay excellent share that lots of likes i like that mm -hmm. that sounds good what's yours oh that's that's a tough one um i think the best thing that i have seen on the internet is just that meme that's like 2020 is proof that God has like run out of ideas in the writer's room because why introduce the killer hornets if they're not going to come back? What is happening? Yes. <laughs> That's just, well. It's like something bad's happening at the moment. God's not liking us right now. No, no. I Look, if, God, if you're up there, please stop. <laughs> Forgive us. Forgive us. <laughs> we, have, we have sinned, but we will sin less. Right. Right? <laughs> well, look, I mean, apart from making a pleas to the almighty for yeah. help, um, <laughs> on a daily basis, you seem to disrupt the marketing of the real estate industry with the videos that you create for Plum. Now, mm -hmm. 
Plum Property has a pretty unique offering with their property videos. Can you tell us a bit about the process and what's the most that you've sold a home for that's had a video done for it? Yeah, so we we do, um, you know, we market a lot of different properties and we don't do videos for every single property. A video is an extra way to advertise a place and and it's best used through social social media. So we won't do it for every property um, because there is a cost. And at the end of the day, uh, we do this for the client. I know we do it differently and it, it looks like we're doing it for ourselves, but at the end of the day, it is for the client. The idea is to get more views on a property and lead people through to a landing page where they can find out more about the property. And, you know, you you cast that net very wide um, and it's only a small percentage that may end up seeing the ad and actually want to, you know, take the next step and view the property. But that's the whole idea and what's really powerful with social media. So uh, that's why we stepped into the arena of doing different property videos because, you know, if you are an agent out there and you want to advertise a property and you just do a plain old boring uh, property video and put it on Facebook, uh, what's your chances of getting every person to watch that? Um, The only people that are going to watch that video that's boring is possibly someone that is in the market to buy a property like that. Uh, But it's not going to get shared and seen um, far enough if the content is boring and poor uh, because the platform's not going to reward you by, you know, pushing it out there to more people. You know, Facebook rewards you for entertaining content. Real estate agents must remember that Facebook and Instagram are not real estate platforms. They are entertainment and news platforms. So the content has to be entertaining in some way um, it has to be great content that's engaging and that's what will get lots of views. That's what it will get shared um, more and that's where you'll get your results by picking up those little percentages of people that may be interested in the product at the end of the day. So second part of your question, mm. how much is the most I've sold a property? I would say around the three million mark. I'm oh, just yeah. do a little... <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I, w- I wish that happened every week. But I mean, look, there's not $3 million properties every week. But that's the thing. Yeah, well, I mean, there probably is, but I don't get them all. <laughs> well, look, we can change that, right? <laughs> exactly. That's why we're here, to change that. Excellent. All of you $3 million property owners out there mm. listening to this. Get in touch. S- hey. Sell with Dan Lee. Absolutely. Get in touch. We're going to have Dan's contact details in the podcast show notes. That- we'll see what the results are. <laughs> I'll get back to you on that. Get back to us on that. Um, yeah. But for real folks, we'll pop Dan Lee's Instagram in there so you can check out the content that he shares there. And we'll also make sure that we link to Plum Properties video sites on their YouTube and their um, website so that you can see all the previous videos that they've done. But now I suppose going back to your answer, there are a couple of things that I heard there. Um, the first was that you said real estate agents have to remember that Facebook and Instagram are not real estate platforms, which is true. Mm -hmm. And then you spoke about how the algorithm rewards you for making entertaining content. That's true. On a more, I suppose, technical level, the algorithm rewards you when you create content that engaging. So if people watch that all the way through, that's a plus for the algorithm. Ditto if they send it, if they save it, if they comment on it. And that's the way that like that works in a, in a technical pa- capacity. Mm-hmm. So you're absolutely right. Like mm. creating interesting content means that the algorithm will reward you. And even though if you do it in a paid ad, you're already paying it to show it to more people than it would organically. Mm-hmm. That still does not mean 
that it's going to see as many people because when you have a Facebook ad, you enter into an auction Mm -hmm. and you have to make sure that your offering to that auction is as competitive as possible, making it as entertaining as possible Mm -hmm. because otherwise you're still going to lose out. Yeah, that's a good point. If you put a really dodgy, low quality, low audio, low visually um, stimulating and boring ad up on Facebook and you sponsor it, Facebook's going to say, well, no one likes this. We don't want this trash content on our page. Uh, so we're going to charge you a lot for it. Mm, it's- and so, you know, I've seen, and it happens with me, you know, not, I mean, what I'm saying, my better performing ads, something that gets a lot more comments, views and shares at the end of the, I will put a, a small sponsoring behind those videos too. And and let's say I put, you know, $300 behind a, a sponsored ad. Some will then get, 100,000 views while some with uh, the same sponsored amount to a similar audience will only get 50,000 views and that's because the one that got 100,000 views was getting so much more attention that basically you get charged less per person that views it. Absolutely. Yeah. So and that, and that comes down to doing a great job for your client because the client actually pays me to sponsor the ad that I make for them. Um, and so the, the better reach that I can get, the more value the, the client is getting for their, for their ad spend. Yeah. Mm. Actually, that's great because that brings us back to another part of your answer. Can we go through just briefly what the process is for a client to get those videos from you? So they approach you with their property and they say, Dan, please sell my house. Yeah, pretty much that's the first step. So I will um, meet with the client and they'll have their property to sell. And then there's different advertising options. So when you sell a house, there's some real necessities that you can't go without. There's, you know, you got to get professional photography and and probably a floor plan drawn up to show the customers how the house works. And uh, you need to put it on all the internet portals like realestate.com, domain.com, your own company website and, and whatnot. There's about eight other sites as well. So those are your real bare essentials. You don't sell a house without those things, otherwise you're doing yourself out of a lot of potential customers and a good sale price. Um, But then there's extra advertising options. So, you know, you can go in the newspaper. You could do, you know, you could get it on radio if you wanted. You could, if you had a big budget, go on the TV. Um, But all of some of those options are too expensive for the, you know, value you're going to get. Um, uh, Social media is, is probably the next best thing to get a property out there at a in, with a reasonable budget um, and get it viewed by uh, a wide audience within a local area where customers are likely to live. Because the stats are that in most suburbs, and, and I can't speak for every suburb, but where we sell, uh, 70% of all the buyers that come through a home already live within the surrounding five suburbs. So if we... Uh, if I list a property and then I do this video and then I get it out on social media and and I you know with the organic reach and some paid reach as well sponsored ads get it out to a five kilometer radius around that property the likelihood is I'm going to tap into a lot of people who are in property moving mode who are likely to see that Facebook or Instagram ad and 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 then you know click through to see the full ad with all the information and then that leads to obviously an inspection 
um, or a conversation with that person, which could then lead to an offer on the property. And that's the, that's the whole idea at the end of the day is to get more of that, right? My job as, a, as an agent is to get a seller as much money as I possibly can for their sale. They pay me. The buyer doesn't pay me, okay? I don't work for a buyer. I work for a seller. And, and when they give me the job, they're entrusting me with their most important asset to get them as much money as I possibly can. So, And it all starts at the top with the amount of inspections and inquiries that you can get on their property. At the end of the day, only one person's going to buy the property, but we need to get the best offer from them. And the best way to get more money out of someone for, for anything really is when there is competition. So more than one person wants to purchase it at the same time. That will help get in the negotiation process, get someone from you know, holding back that extra 10 or 20 grand that the, they were hoping to buy it for a bit cheaper. They will then put that on the table because they don't want to miss out because someone outbid them. Mm, absolutely. That's yeah. you know, basic economics of supply and demand exactly. and creating that kind of... Um, pressure. Mm, cre- yeah. It's a sense of urgency. There we go. And Thank you. It, it is pressure. Mm. You know, it's pressure that because there's only one of, you know, you don't, you, you go and buy a TV, there's hundreds of TVs in the shop. If someone buys one, you wait for the next one. There is only one of each house, one mm. product. And if, if someone wants it, they want it really bad. And, uh, you know, they're not usually willing to miss out on it because they didn't offer an extra five or 10 or 20 grand or whatever it is. So that's the the whole idea is to find the person who's going to pay the most and then hopefully we get some other people who want to buy it and maybe they'll end up paying more. But in in the meantime, we're creating this this uh, urgency around the property mm. and uh, you know the highest bidder takes the cake. Um, and that all starts at the top. So with the videos, you know, you, you put your property on all these platforms or wherever you're going to advertise it. The whole idea is to introduce the opportunity of this property to as many possible buyers as you can. And uh, we've just taken the uh, the Facebook and Instagram as social media has become a, you know, it's part of our lives now, uh, a huge platform where people spend a lot of their time and energy and focus. So why not advertise there, make take advantage of that and expose people's homes uh, to a local area and get more visits to introduce that opportunity to more people through that platform to possibly get more offers on the property and a higher price for the client. Absolutely. Mm. So there were two really interesting things that you said that I want to pick up on. Um, The first we'll circle back to in a minute, which is you said that you want to get it out to as many people as possible. And that's for you, not just in terms of as many people, like um, it's not a spray and pray kind of method. It's targeted, as you mentioned before, within Mm -hmm. five kilometers of the property itself. So it's a targeted audience, but you are expanding the, you're expanding within an audience that is most likely to be receptive to your offer. Um, We'll come back to that in a moment. But the second thing you said was that people don't want to leave a house on the table because they didn't put, you know, another five to 20 grand on the offer because as you mentioned this is a house like this isn't something that's just coming along every day that being said though people need some serious convincing to buy a house so how does putting up a video on something as transient as social media help sell houses for 1.4 million or as you just mentioned three million the video won't necessarily get more money out of someone the video is used 
to introduce this opportunity to that person that may not have seen it otherwise. Excellent. So the video is a is a vehicle to bring those people in, as we mentioned, to exactly. create that sense of urgency. Yeah. So people won't watch the people won't see the photos of a house and say, "Hmm, I think I'll pay one point three five million for that." Home. <laughs> and then they click on the video and they go, "What an amazing video!" What? I think I'll pay 1.4 now because that guy was hilarious. Well, you know, that mm. just doesn't make sense, Dan. <laughs> what do you mean? What? It should work like that, but it, it doesn't. It should, absolutely. Yeah. But so it's, it's not about that. Mm. Um, the video won't get you more money. If you had the photo- photography, the, to be honest, the, the, the property looks better in the photos. Because, you know, the photographers do the wide mm. angle and, the, you know, Photoshop. The lighting. And, you and- know, they make it look more colourful than it really is and they make the room look bigger than it is and, you know... Which isn't to say, um, as you mentioned in your (laughs) videos, I know that something that sets you apart in those videos is that you're incredibly honest about the properties and as I think you've discussed, uh, was it Sunrise? Yeah, um, uh, Today Show. There we go, Today Show. (laughs) That, you know, the owners are okay because of course you approach them first and you go, hey, I'm going to say this. And people are very receptive to the fact that you are you cut straight to the point and you're like, look, it's a bit of a fixer-upper or, hey, it's a great plot. It's a really big plot. Not much to the house, but, you know, great opportunity for um, a development. So I think that that's also something that we should hone in on, that um, the offer that you make is getting people on side because you let them trust you. And so because they trust you, they're more likely to come to the property, perhaps make an inspection appointment, do something like that as well. Yeah, definitely. I mean, if the house is needs a lot of work, no point saying this is a modern house. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, no, I, yeah, and that it's a bit of tongue in cheek, and I think people really respect that instead of going around and trying to look at the view, polish a turd. Sometimes, yeah, you know, exactly. Um, you know, every property's got its own opportunity. So if you know, sometimes a, a really dilapidated house is exactly what someone's looking for. Mm. Um, just you can still point out really good features in a property um, whilst having a bit of a laugh at some of the not-so-good features. Absolutely. And I think that's something that the form of video, as you were saying, offers that photography doesn't. Because although photography um, presents the house in the most beautiful way, with your videos, you are able to highlight things that perhaps the photos can't and you're able to create that rapport with the audience. That's a very good point. Mm. You can highlight things that the photos can't. Mm. So there's that. that's an extra feature, I guess, that it might get someone to come along and have a look if they just looked at the photos and they're like, yeah, it looks like a pretty crappy house. But then they saw the video and you pointed out something that was really interesting, mm. like it was, you know, only 100 metres from the local school. That mm. could be, you know, something that they didn't see in the photos and makes them come along. Absolutely. Um, So I guess before you created your own rule book about creating these videos and putting them on social media, how did agencies market houses? And do you feel like you've rocked the boat a lot and people are copying you? Because, I mean, I've I've seen some people try. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, My own rule book. I wouldn't go that far, but we can say that because it sounds cool. Because um, you're a super cool real estate yeah, guy. Yeah, exactly. Hey. Yeah, you've seen the video. <laughs> of course, yeah, I did my homework. <laughs> so I wouldn't say it's my own rule book. I mean, there's plenty of other people doing, 
videos on social media and I wasn't the first guy to try and be funny. Um, but I guess I took the quality and the standard to a new level and then I've just really adapted to Facebook and Instagram and the, um, the benefits you can get from that and really took advantage of that a lot. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I didn't, I didn't create this. I just saw an opportunity to do it really well, uh, better than others. And that's, yeah, that's what we do. Heck yeah. Yeah. Um, and now before before you started making videos though, do you feel that the real estate market in terms of, sorry, the real estate industry in terms of marketing was more about uploading the house to domain, making sure you had really beautiful photos um, and covering bases in that way? Yeah, and that's still the way most real estate agents will do it. I mean, they're, they're, as I said, there's those certain things you have to do with the property. You've got to take professional photos. You've got to put it online on those portals. But, you know, my job is, as I said, to get the best result I possibly can for my client. And so what are the other ways that you can get some more people interested in a property to get a better offer for your client? And that just takes a bit of, you know, stepping outside the norm, you know, thinking outside the box, some other ways which you can get more possible people to take an interest in a property. And, um, you know, I think, you know, if, if, if a client goes with a different real estate agent than me, and, uh, you know, there's some things we're going to do exactly the same, you know, we're both going to do an open home on a Saturday until it sells we're both going to take photos of a property and a, and get a floor plan done and stick a sign out the front and we're both going to have some brochures to hand out when people come through but what is your agent doing that is going over and beyond what the norm is and is actually getting some great results from that you know which agent do you want to go with the person that just does the normal stuff and will get you the standard result or someone who thinks a bit differently and is a bit more passionate about what they do and is looking for other ways to get you a better result. Absolutely. And I think that the way that that translates in terms of um, social media and digital marketing is that you use all the tools in your arsenal to do that. And so instead of just going, well, this is what everyone does, so I have to do that. Let me find out what I can do above that, as you were saying. What can I do more and better? Yeah, that's right. And keep it affordable. Yes, that yeah. is, yeah, money. Yeah, advertising's not cheap. No. You know, and that's a big stumbling block for a lot of sellers is that it does come with a cost. I can't get a video crew and go and make a video and then, you know, spend a lot of time there doing it. And, mm. and then, you know, with all of the social media and sponsored advertising, all of that takes time mm. and effort and money. Yeah. So there is a cost, and but I feel that what we deliver in the results uh, for a, an asset worth hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars, if not sometimes millions of dollars, uh, the 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 actual cost of what it is is just a, it's a drop in the ocean for the the extra result you could get. Yeah. Well, I guess coming back to your point about getting more people in so that we can create that sense of urgency so we can get as many offers as possible for your mm. client. What are the things that you look out for? Like what's your KPI 
as someone in real estate when you look at ad performance, not necessarily the Facebook ad itself, but when it comes to the people who show up to your inspections with your audiences, is there a type of person that you want to see and when you see them, you know that the ad has worked as opposed to a number of people in the inspections? You're never going to really know where the fir- the person first saw the property mm. and they may have seen it on multiple platforms. So, you know, unless you stand there and ask every single person that comes along, where did you first see the ad, you know? Mm-hmm. Because if you ask most people, uh, where did you see the ad? They'll say, oh, online or realestate.com or domain.com or one of those platforms. They may not say social media, even if social media was the first place they saw it because the link that they click on then takes them to mm. the ad on one of those platforms. Yeah. And then so and they might have seen it first on uh, one of those platforms whilst also also looking at multiple other properties and then the algorithm with Facebook hits them and then delivers that video to them a day later and they think, "Hmm, did I look at that property?" and then they click on it and go. So they might it, it, you know, they might have been hit mm. from a few different angles and then they see the signboard when they're driving home and they say, how do you know about the property? Oh, I saw the signboard, you know. Mm. But did they or did they see the other That's thing true. first? That's so, true. Um, there are studies that it now takes, as opposed to before when it took consumers between, um, I want to say between three and seven touch points to be converted to make a purchase. Now it's taking 13 and yeah. that's the average. Wow, yeah. that's a lot. Yeah, um, but that means that, you know, it can be across YouTube, Facebook. They can see Facebook twice and that still counts as two touch points. So yeah. it's, um, there is a certain amount of when you boost a post, you are going to get in front of people more and more often and that's the benefit. Yeah, definitely. And look, you asked the question like what are the numbers? Mm. Um, it varies, but, you know, like with any, with any uh, ad that you put up, you're going to get different results. But I would say for a good result, so the overall cost for like a video on a sponsored ad, you know, good uh, mm-hmm. campaign might cost about two grand mm-hmm. minimum. But let's say two grand. Depends how much you get for yeah. sponsored advertising. But let's say two grand. Um, you know, getting two to 3,000 clicks through from the video to the ad that's what we're able to track. You know, we can mm. see how many people watch it, but the real numbers that the seller wants to see is how many people have seen the video because there's no use 18-year-olds, 16-year-olds watching a property video. Mm. They're not even legally allowed to buy it yet, you know. Mm. So that they don't care about that. They care about how many people now want to buy it from that. Yeah, and more than link clicks, it's landing page views, right? Because, that's right. Yeah. So the link clicks through to the landing page. Mm-hmm. We will go uh, for a good ad. Usually between two to three thousand clicks mm-hmm. over a couple of weeks campaign. Yeah. So that is, you know, from a, a owner's grand, point of view. Yeah. You know, you might have. I might get in a in a property sale. A good a, a good property might get say four to six thousand views online all up. Right. I get two to three thousand of those from Facebook there's like an extra 50%. It's anywhere between 20 to sometimes 80% more click-throughs to their ad from using those um, the, the, the social media platforms. So, so the, the, the client's going to get a result mm. either way. Even if yeah. they don't do the video and the, and the Facebook and, and Insta campaign, they're still going to get plenty of people seeing them on the online portal. But will they get the same result? 
Mm, they won't. True. Yeah. Because they will get less inspections. They will get less views on their ad, which will lead to less inspections and less overall offers, mm. which will probably be a, a lower price if they don't do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. But they'll still sell it. And when they sell it, they will never know if they could have got more. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Or even they may not they may not sell that time round and then it becomes this dragged out process of trying to sell the property for the price that you want and then how how much does that cost balloon then? I mean it's oh, it can exactly. get really exorbitant. Exactly, yeah. You know. Alrighty. Well, um last question that I have for you, Dan, right. is video is rich content. We know this, but it's also very labor intensive as you mentioned. You've got to get a film crew, you've got to do editing, you've got to do um, set up, you have to do the setup for the ads, etc. How do you make the most of your video content? And do you repurpose parts of it? Oh, yeah. Repurpose it, for sure. Cut it up into little stories. Use that for your uh, daily story content. Um, look, yeah, it is labor-intensive. It's and, and that's why it's something, you know, over and beyond that we can do and why most agents will avoid it because mm. it's not an easy thing to do and it's it's taken me a while to kind of master how to do it efficiently and have sort of a model that I use every time to to make an interesting video um so most of the time it takes maybe 3 hours mm-hmm. for me to do one of those and that when i say when you say video crew really it's just one videographer sometimes on a massive uh, extra budget one we might have two videographers there but just the one guy who's uh, exceptional at, at his job mm. and uh you know it will take us 3 hours to you know go through a script decide where we're going to use different transitions and where we're going to place me in the video and the property and how much of me is there opposed to property showing and what jokes we're going to do and and line that all up Mm. act it out and then he'll go away and edit it so it's about three hours for me and then more time for the videographer to edit it all um so it is labor intensive but you know i also enjoy doing it um, it's something really that... you enjoy <laughs> falling over fences, <laughs> getting attacked by dogs. Look, sometimes my anxiety levels do go a bit wild. Sometimes your cardio <laughs> is the video. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> sometimes I wake up with some bruises and think, was well, that worth it? But I, you know. And then you look at the click through rate and you're like, yes. Yes, it was worth yes, it. Yes, right? <laughs> right? Yeah. While I'm sitting at the. No one told Dan's health office. insurance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. my, my health insurance has doubled last year. <laughs> Damn it. Well, I mean, look, if people in health insurance have started watching your videos, then. It's working. Yeah, it's working. <laughs> in the wrong places. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. They could be looking into property. <laughs> you never know. Yeah, exactly. Whilst they called me up and said my health insurance was doubling, I was like, Looking to sell? <laughs> <laughs> really? And yeah. uh, and why is that? Did you did you perhaps see a sales video? Were you interested in putting your home on the market, or were you in the market for a home? Exactly. Mm. <laughs> Always be closing. ABC. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so so much, Dan. Was there anything you wanted to add or discuss on the podcast today that we haven't covered? No, I think we've covered plenty. So Excellent. To all those listening, thanks very much. Feel free to follow my Instagram for more, I guess, funny. I don't like to say I'm funny. I'll let other people say that. Content. Dan <laughs> underscore Lee underscore Plum is the Insta page and at Dan Lee Property on Facebook. Excellent. If you search for that. Heck I'm the yeah. guy with the with doing the fly kick in the suit. 
if you need to find me. And we will have those links to Dan in the show notes. So if you don't want to type it in, you can just take a direct link there. We'll also have a link to the Plum Property video page and the YouTube channel so you can check out the wide variety of entertainment home videos yeah. that we've got. And there are other agents in my office who also do entertaining yeah. videos, so feel free to watch them on the Plum Property YouTube ta- channel. That's right. You've got um, two that have started, was it uh, end of last year, beginning of this year, and they've started to um, kind of create their own entertainment property videos. Yeah, we've got probably half a dozen agents in the office now who do videos as well. Excellent. And yeah, it's good to see everyone bringing their characters out. That's amazing. Congratulations, Dan. Thank it's you. great to see that like you can inspire your team to because it can be a little bit scary to do a video, you know? So Definitely. That's great. Um, Kudos to you as a leader, man. Oh, thank you very much. You're welcome. Appreciate that. Alrighty, well, thank you so much. If you have a social media problem, we'd love to help. Send us your questions through the portal on our website and Instagram. Thanks to Zane at That's Not Canon Productions for producing the podcast and to you for listening. Don't forget to rate and review the podcast. It helps other people find us. Thank you again, Dan. It's been a real pleasure. No worries. Thanks, guys. Bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.